to this week's episode of The Rent Abolisher. My name is Alexis Miller and I'm LS189-6104. And tonight's episode is titled, Is Now a Good Time to Buy? Um, I've been asked this question. I don't know if you guys have seen that TikTok where it's uh, the racks on racks on racks. <laughs> I would literally have thousands of dollars if I had a dollar for each and every time that somebody asked me that. And well, I'll give you my opinion um, and I'll give you fact. I'll never impose how I feel about a situation on you because this is always going to be about you and exactly what it is that you want to do. So let's just hop right into it. I hope you enjoy the new feel, the new structure of the Rune Abolisher. Please give me your feedback. Let's get started. So I'm just going to come straight out and say the previous two, two and a half years were not normal. <laughs> so interest rates would be where they are right now, regardless if a pandemic happened or not. What happened during the pandemic was not normal. Um, we had to make sure that the bottom didn't fall out. So the feds dropped the interest rate. And of course, then everybody was like, oh my God, the interest rates are low. So let me refinance or let me buy now while the interest rates are low so that I can have this super low payment. And, you know, thank you feds. (laughs) But now they're actually bringing things back to where uh, they should have been or normal levels. So with that being said, now it's kind of the time um i call this like tree shaking eliminations <laughs> so now is really the time it, you know are we gonna buy based on interest rate or are we gonna buy according to what our needs are and what our goals are so um are you buying a primary residence are you buying an investment property those are things that you'll want to deduce before determining whether it's time for you to start this home buying journey. Um, I will say that, and I've said this a couple of podcasts ago, that loan officers have tools, have mechanisms put in place to help no matter what the market looks like. So an intense seller market, an intense buyer market, we can do what we call in sales, pivot. (laughs) So we are able to pivot successfully to, you know, if it's a intense buyer's market, okay, well, we're going to leverage motivated sellers and use seller credit and use two one buy downs to be able to combat the interest rate. Or if it's an intense seller market and, you know, the interest rates are doing what they're doing, then, okay, well, we'll do things that, um, you know, please uh, make our buyers um, offer a lot more appealing. So there are ways that we can navigate through each market regardless of where the interest rates are. My state shout out goes to the Midwest, including the states of Indiana, Michigan, Ohio, and Wisconsin, all states I'm currently lend in. Here's some meat and potatoes for you. Buying like an investor. So I would consider, if it was me, 
purchasing like an investor. And what I mean by that are there are investment tactics that you can utilize that allow low down payments, so FHA or conventional, that allow down payments that will basically help set you up for whatever it is that you want to do in the future, you know, whatever you're going to use your investment properties for, whether it's building your portfolio, whether it's, you know, giving you the ability to save, regardless of what your choice is to do with your investment, your future, house hacking, buying like an investor, regardless of where the interest rates now, it's it's definitely something that a lot of people um, is are considering right now. So there's house hacking, there's stone stepping. Um, a really good one, depending on where you live, is purchasing a multifamily property. So one to four units utilizing an FHA loan and putting as little as three and a half percent down. Yes, that is possible. You will have to live in the one of the units, so owner-occupied, but your tenants are paying their rent, which should be paying your mortgage, and then giving you the ability to have a bit more freedom with the money that you either bring in through just living there, or if you have your full-time job, or whatever you do, whatever your endeavors are <laughs> outside of owning a property, giving you you know the ability to save towards your next purchase. Um, you know, another investment tactic is what we call stone stepping, where you purchase a home that may be in a developing area, and it's not the best home, so it may be a dilapidated home, but you you invest um, time and energy in purchasing and uh, rehabbing the home and you live there for a year and then you rent it out you move on to your next journey um, there's the burr method there's burr ownership there's burr investment um, burr basically consists of you buying the property rehabbing the property renting the property and doing it again <laughs> a constant cycle of doing it again and some people utilize that method to build their portfolio and then again some people just like it to do fix and flip so there are opportunities if you are looking to be more investment heavy in this market regardless of interest rates because of course the house will pay for itself get into our last point here in just a moment but I want to make sure that you're following me on Instagram at the Renabolisher again that is at the Renabolisher there you'll find some reels and some helpful content that will guide you through your home buying journey round this out with starter homes if you don't know what a starter home is it is a home that is typically smaller doesn't have a whole lot of amenities typically they're in developing areas um, a lot of times they aren't um, typically they need a little bit of work um, but they get you in and right now I know that my real estate brothers and sisters can relate to this we are just trying to get you in. As I tell my kin, get in where you fit in. House prices in a lot of markets are not dropping. In fact, they're kind of being steady. Um, and if they are dropping, it's not a significant enough drop to um, balance out what's happening with the interest rates. And then, of course, not, not a lot of employers are 
increasing pay, <laughs> if you will. So we just have to utilize what we have and work with what we have. What we have now is we have motivated sellers that are willing to help with things like closing costs. And what we have is you with the desire to get into this real estate market. So it may not have the best curb appeal, but you get in there and you judge it up. <laughs> Okay, it may not have the best kitchen, but you get in there and you turn it into an HGTV dream. That is what a starter home does. You invest in it a little bit. It'll pay for itself in equity. You take that equity. And then at that point, you can live on a million acres (laughs) in the middle of the country with the money that you earned from the equity and building up your starter home. segment is titled your goals may not look like other people's goals Um, one thing about me is I'm always going to ask you what your goals are because it may not look like everybody else's goals I think a common misconception is everybody is looking for the white picket fence and everybody wants to live in this elaborate dream home but maybe you're somebody like I just want to travel and I just want to invest in real estate to be able to um pay for or afford my travels or maybe you're just somebody that you know I I met a guy one time who was uber driving and he owned a bunch of properties and those properties pay for his penthouse in a high rise because he didn't want to live in a single family residence so you always want to allow your real estate goals or your game plan for your real estate goals to align with what your actual goals are and then don't feel pressured to buy based on what someone else's goals are for you or what they are for themselves. You are an individual and it's okay for you to, um, you know, walk your own path. So that's something I wanted to tell you. For today's episode of The Rent Abolisher, before I let you go, this week we released a blog. It's titled Your Home Loan Cousin. I will make sure that I include the link in the description box of this podcast, but I implore you (laughs) to check it out, especially if you're a real estate agent and you want to provide some type of reading material or you want something a little bit more tangible than a podcast or a reel. Um, you'll have it in blog form. It'll also be included on my new website, which I am also releasing this week, www.amillerhomeloans.com. Again, that is www.amillerhomeloans.com. None of this, not an ounce of this will be possible without your support. Thank you so much for supporting me, my team, my platforms, and my name is Alexis Miller. NMLS 189-6104 and I'll see you in the next one.